Hey, music lovers, the Cannamom Show podcast in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at lampkinguitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N Guitars.com Kentucky passed HB 136, 65 to 30 in its House of Representatives to legalize medical cannabis, which they actually called cannabis. Let's talk about what's in the bill in this episode of... Hi, I'm Tom Howard, a cannabis lawyer you can find at CannabisIndustryLawyer.com, an online resource about the cannabis laws, like today's Kentucky's Medical Marijuana Program. If you want to stay on top of cannabis legalization news and industry trends, like this channel or subscribe to it. Let's get to what is in the near future for Kentucky's medical marijuana. First, the new law maintains the trend of not using the word marijuana, but instead using cannabis. Next, HB 136 creates a licensing scheme for licensure of different types of cannabis businesses. Kentucky created a comprehensive licensing scheme that creates five kinds of cannabis business licenses, which are all subject to different fees and requirements. Let's go over all of them. The Cannabis Cultivator License. The bill defines a cultivator as follows. A cultivator means an entity licensed under this chapter that cultivates, harvests, delivers raw plant material to another cultivator, dispensary, processor, producer, or safety compliance facility. Cultivators are essentially limited to growing the raw materials of cannabis. Section 21 of the law limits their activities as follows. Acquiring, possessing, planting, cultivating, raising, harvesting, trimming, or storing cannabis seeds, seedlings, plants, or raw material. B. Delivery, transporting, transferring, supplying, or selling raw plant material or related supplies to other licensed cannabis businesses in this state. Or selling cannabis seeds or seedlings to similar entities that are licensed to cultivate cannabis in this state or any other jurisdiction. You know, I think that the Kentucky law has an option in it that they might be supplying the clones. I don't remember where the clones are in the Illinois law, but it appears that at least in HB 136 in Kentucky, they've contemplated. Not only that, cultivators are the only licensed entities which have different tiers, which affects their cost of license. There is a tier one, a tier two, a tier three, and a tier four cultivator based on the size of their cultivation facilities. A tier one cultivator has 25,000 square feet or less. A tier two has 10,000 square feet to 25,000. 
100 square feet. Tier three, 25,000 or less. And of course, you know, it's less. And then tier four, 50,000 square feet or fewer. The state of Kentucky must approve at least 15 cultivator licenses within one year after the bill goes into effect. So get your applications ready, because it seems like Kentucky is going to be on the list of cannabis cultivators soon. But it's not going to be all fun. The cultivators, as well as the producers and processors, are subject to serious taxes. Section 33 imposes an excise tax of 12% on the gross receipts of the cultivator. Let's move to the cannabis dispensary license. The bill defines a dispensary as follows. A dispensary means an Entity licensed under this chapter that acquires, possesses, delivers, transports, transports, sells, supplies, or dispenses medicinal cannabis to cardholders. Licensing of dispensaries is a bit more opaque than licensing for cultivators. The bill actually requires that dispensaries pair with pharmacists. Section 22 of the bill provides, a dispensary shall be required to establish and maintain a collaborative agreement as described in Section 10 of this Act with a pharmacist authorized by the Kentucky Board of Pharmacy to engage in a collaborative agreement with a dispensary. The state must approve at least 25 dispensary licenses within a year of the bill going into effect. The bill also requires that at least one dispensary be approved for each of the development districts established. Essentially, they have to be geographically dispersed to cover the state's population. So this is going to be a very interesting application that will require a strategic team that includes a pharmacist. Fortunately, dispensaries are not subject to the major excise taxes of the cultivators, processors, or producers. So let's turn to the cannabis processor license. The bill defines a processor as follows. A processor means an entity licensed under this chapter that acquires raw plant material from a cultivator in order to prepare, trim, manipulate, blend, manufacture, or otherwise modify the raw plant material and package products containing or deriving the raw plant material for sale to a licensed dispensary. Processors are allowed to do certain things as set forth in section 23. They may acquire or purchase raw plant material from a cultivator, processor, or producer in the state. They may possess processing, preparing, manufacturing, manipulating, blending, preparing, or packaging medicinal cannabis. They may transfer, transport, supply, or sell medicinal cannabis or related supplies to other cannabis businesses in this state, or D, selling cannabis seeds or seedlings to similar entities that are licensed to cultivate in this state or any other jurisdiction. Maybe Kentucky is trying to become the clone capital of the middle of the country. The bill requires at least five processors to be licensed within one year of its passage. Processors are subject to the same 12% gross receipt excise tax that the cultivators are. Next, let's go to the cannabis producer license. The bill creates a license for producers, which are essentially combined cultivators and processors in one. A producer means an entity licensed under this chapter that is permitted to operate and engaged in activities of both a cultivator and a processor. Under section 24 of the bill, producers are allowed to acquire, possess, planting, cultivating, harvesting, transporting, delivering, B, they could be delivering, transporting, 
supplying or selling raw cannabis material, this sounds kind of a lot like when you smash the producer and the cultivator together because it is. And they can also sell cannabis seeds or seedlings to similar entities that are licensed to cultivate cannabis in this state or any other jurisdiction. And of course, they may also de-acquire purchasing plant material from a cultivator in this state too. E, possess, process, preparing, or manufacturing, or manipulating, blending, preparing, or packaging of medicinal cannabis. Within one year of the bill going into effect, the state must license at least three cannabis producers. Producers, of course, are also subject to the excise tax. Now we have the most interesting license, the Cannabis Safety Compliance Facility License. Kentucky has an interesting new type of cannabis license that looks to keep its cannabis industry safe and compliant. The Cannabis Safety Compliance Facility License under the bill performs one of two services. It can either test medical cannabis produced by a cannabis business licensed under this chapter, or it can train cardholders and cannabis businesses. It can do these things in a variety of ways. The legislation mentions at least nine of them. The license type may be more of the industry training vendors that you see in the cannabis industry that license holders must use for their ongoing training. Anyway, here are the nine types expressly referenced under Kentucky's new medical cannabis law for this license. They may acquire or possess medicinal cannabis obtained from a cardholder or cannabis business in this state or they can return the medical cannabis to cardholders or to cannabis businesses in the state. They transport medical cannabis that was produced by cannabis businesses in the state. The production or sale of approved educated materials related to the use of medical cannabis, or they could uh, do the production, sale, or transportation of equipment or materials other than medical cannabis, including but not limiting to lab equipment, packaging materials that's used by the cannabis businesses and cardholders. Six, they may do testing under the medical cannabis produced in the state, including testing for cannabinoid content, pesticides, molds, contamination, that dreaded vitamin E acetate, or other prohibited activities. Seven, they can train cardholders and cannabis businesses. Training include, but not be limited to, the safe and effective cultivation, harvesting, packaging, labeling, distribution of medical cannabis, security and inventory and accounting procedures, and also up-to-date scientific and medical research and findings into the medical uses of cannabis. Eight, receiving compensation for actions allowed under this section, and nine, engaging in any non-cannabis related business activities that are not otherwise prohibited or restricted by law. Unlike other licenses in the state, the state is not required to issue a minimum number of cannabis safety compliance facility licenses. There will probably not be a max on this type of license either, and established compliance players outside the state of Kentucky will probably get to help continuing to train the industry. There are a few other highlights in the bill which will significantly affect the medical cannabis market in Kentucky. A licensed producer can only operate one cultivation and one processing facility, though they may be located in different areas. License renewal fees are based on a percentage of gross receipts. If a gross receipts are under $2 million, the fee is 1% of gross receipts plus $500. If the gross receipts are between $2 and $8 million, the fee is 1.5% plus $2,000. If gross receipts are more than $8 million, the fee is 2% of gross receipts plus $4 million. If it's less than 2 million gross receipts in the past year, the fee is 500 bucks plus 1% of the gross receipts. 
Also, the department can deny a license for any reason, including exercise of its sound discretion, including a principal officer has been convicted of certain disqualifying felony offenses, or the facility isn't in a compliance with the local prohibitions, or the facility doesn't satisfy security oversight or record-keeping regulations. So that's Kentucky's medical cannabis law in a nutshell. Thanks for sticking around. And if you want more on cannabis laws and legalization news, subscribe today. The bill is sure to change as it works its way through the legislative process in Frankfurt. That's the capital of Kentucky. To sum it up, HB 136 looks pretty similar to other medical cannabis regimes in other states. And maybe yours will be next. Find out on... 